it is an honor and a privilege to be with Anita Diamond because you all know her from the Red Tent and the Boston Girl. Anita, a very warm welcome. Thank I you. think what people may not know is that you've written several books on contemporary Jewish practice, including The Jewish Wedding Now, Living a Jewish Life, and The New Jewish Baby Book. So what a pleasure to have you join us. But we're here to talk about mikvah. And your inspiration behind really bringing the modern mikvah movement to us. As I was working on a book about Jewish practice, about conversion to Judaism, I spent a fair amount of time at the local mikvah here in Boston where uh, liberal rabbis would go to bring candidates for conversion. And that uh, inspired me uh, to, um, or it just gave me the idea that we could do better as a community in terms of providing a warm and beautiful welcome. So that's and where it started. So the idea was to revitalize the mm -hmm. mikveh experience. And you say a warm welcome. Tell us more about the experience you hope to create. Well, um, in particular for folks who are converting to Judaism, this is sort of the last step uh, on a journey into becoming a, a, Jew, a Jew, a Jewish person. And it's a very physical, and very intimate experience. One enters the water nude and it's in a tradition that's very talky and thinky. This is a very elemental physical experience. So you wanna make it as embracing and as warm and as beautiful as we possibly can. And that meant reimagining and revitalizing and reframing what this experience was and of course, not only for people who are converting to Judaism, the mikveh is a very ancient uh, place and practice in Judaism. Women use it on a monthly basis. It's been used for life cycle events as well. And we broadened the, the idea. We wanted people to think about mikveh in different ways to bring new life to it and revitalize it that way. Have you been surprised by the enormous reaction and how positively received it's been? Well, it didn't start that way, uh, and uh, because in reintroducing mikvah to the liberal Jewish community, the non-traditional, non-orthodox community, especially in the United States, was a bit of a challenge because it had rather negative connotations. It was a place that your grandmother said, you don't need to go there. Their experience of mikvah was not embracing, was not warm, uh, was in fact off-putting. And so the idea of reinventing it um, bringing it to a new community, reinterpreting the use of mikvah and re-understanding what it's there for was part of the challenge. But because uh, the American Jewish community is now so full of learned and learning Jewish women in particular, there was great interest in it. And we have been in a process of reclaiming and revitalizing all sorts of traditions and practices and this is part of that. It's not unique off to its side, but it has been growing. It took a while to get started, but I'm very excited about what's happening in, in Atlanta, for example, and all over the world, really, in bringing it back, giving it to the community in new ways. Although while I was starting to imagine what a new mikvah would look like, I noticed that Jewish women had, been, had started to write about reclaiming mikvah. Young, uh, young women who were getting married liked the idea of an immersion as a way to separate 
premarital sexuality, for example, from marital, the marital bed, and finding it meaningful and useful and beautiful. And young women rabbis in particular started coming up with language and new interpretations about what this could mean. So while we were imagining mikvah in Boston, even though it sort of started with an idea, the seed of the idea came from conversion, there was, there, it was in the air. People were talking about this is a modality also for healing, for spiritual and, and psychological healing after trauma or illness, um, before, before marriage at major life cycle events. And, uh, and we also learned along the way that it has been a tradition, although it has not been mandated by Jewish law, that people have over the centuries gone to the mikvah prior to surgery, for example. And mm. the custom of pregnant women going in their ninth month to, to prepare and pray for a safe and healthy birth is very old. So the sort of the non-traditional uses of mikvah are not brand new. Um, we didn't just come up with this idea. It is part of our history. It's just not a very well-known part of our history because it's mostly women's using, women's use. Thank you, Anita Diamond, for joining us, for revitalizing not only the mikvah movement, but many of our hours and lives for your exquisite writing. Thank you, Anita. Thank you. What a pleasure. Thank you very much.